Blog Talk Radio. Every, every day, man. So, you know, 
every fight you're fighting the best of the best. You know, our guys are fighting for mostly titles, and, and you know, it's not easy to, to win every single time when, you know, you're, you're fighting the best every single time. And, you know, and, and most of our guys don't get, they ask for the best. You know, they really don't get, you know, any fights that, okay, well, let me fight a guy that's not in the top 15 or whatnot. It just always winds up being a really top guy that they always ask for. You know, so I'm proud of them in that aspect. Yeah, the Iron Army is no doubt one of the best teams in the world. And one of the things I always notice about you, Mark, is you tape a lot of the sparring, you tape a lot of the training. How much film study do you do? A ton, man, every day. Um, you know, tape, and then when we're training, you know, like Eddie today, uh, Eddie sparred on Tuesday. You know, we trained this morning, we went over the sparring, and then, you know, I, I and then I send it to them, and it's good, too, because I like to hold the, I like to hold the, um, the iPad, so... Yeah, they can hear me nonstop. You know, I'm talking nonstop to them. So, you know, whatever corrections they can hear me say it on the iPad. So, I'll tape them and then I'll send it to them and then we'll go over it on the next training. So, uh, you know, make sure that it's in alignment with our what we're working on for our opponent. You know, and uh, you know, it's great when things are going good. See, we're working on this and it worked good. See, it worked good in the sparring and it gives them confidence and uh, you know, and just each other being able to call stuff in a real fight. You know, call a certain move or, you know, just getting, I think the biggest thing is getting used to each other, you know, getting used to your fighter. That's like, for me, I like to do one guy to spar at a time, you know, uh, twice a week. We spar three times a week, but twice a week, I really like it to where one one guy goes at a time with his opponent, so he gets a ton of attention. Now, do you study other fighters guys that are not on your team to just bloody new, like learn new techniques, new striking, anything like that? Yeah, I got to tell you, I, I gained, uh, you know, I'm a big thief, man, you know. I'm only a decent <laughs> coach because I, I, I steal a lot. You know, I remember when Frankie was fighting Cub Swanson, you know, there was a move that I picked off that I used for our whole entire camp. Uh, Chad Mendez, you know, when I watched him, he's one of my favorite fighters, um, I picked off a move that he does. And I use it for the whole entire camp. Yair, you know, I've already grasped some stuff he did. And I'm using it for everybody in the camp. So, you know, everybody who I watch extensive tape on, you know, you're always going to, you know, these guys, are, like I said, we're fighting. They're fighting the elite of the elite. Guys that have earned their way to the top and guys that are really great fighters. You know, guys like Yair, guys like Dustin Poirier. So, you know, you definitely, you know, see some things that they do. And, um, you know, I, I use them for all my guys, not just... One, but all. Yeah, and like you said, your your team is the best of the best. Do you ever have any challenges dealing with, like, too many egos or too much pride like that when you're going through the sparring and the training? No, like, that's what I'm saying. We're so blessed, you know. Everything starts with Frankie, you know. Frank, our captain on our team. And it's so easy, man, when you have guys like Frankie and Eddie, you know. Like, I'm telling you, these guys are like the – it's like they have the mentality of a 17-year-old, like – they're really hungry to still learn. Like, you would honestly think that they're, you know, they're all just starting the way they just want to learn and all trying new things. And, you know, they're, they respect, uh, like, Ricardo and I so much, man, and, you know, really open to the things that we have to say to try and, you know, go over on their opponent. Like, they put a ton of trust in us. So, um, you know, in that aspect, man, you know, just the way they are. Like, boy, like Marlon Marias, I think he's been with us for four and a half years, I mean, I don't think this guy's missed one day of training, and not only with me, but with jiu-jitsu or wrestling, like, I couldn't tell you a day 
that this kid has missed of training in four and a half years, you know, and that's pretty much all our guys, man, you know, just so dedicated, they treat each other good, you know, Edson Barboza is fighting Melendez, Eddie fought him already, Eddie's the first one, even though they're ranked only a couple spaces apart, Eddie's the very first one, listen, he's going to do this, he's going to do that, then he fights Pettis, Eddie's the very first one, listen, try this, try that, you know, and then when, um, uh, Eddie's going against Pettis. Edson is jumping right in there, going southpaw, and you know because I thought he was going to go southpaw, which he did, and and Edson's throwing you know kick southpaw at him and helping him out. So you know I think the best thing about our team is the character and the type of guys that we have. You know they're they're most of them are all family guys. They have kids. You know a lot of them go to church. You know they're just really. You know, good. You know, made out of good cloth, man. Just great people, first off and foremost. And that's what our team. We get a lot of people ask us to come to our team, but we try to make it kind of small, man. And um, you know, purposely, you know, because we like guys, the high quality guys, man. And, and I believe that's what we have. And starting with you know Frankie and you know and Eddie and Marlon and that's and these guys, man. I mean, they're just you know they're just a great example to everybody in the room around them. You know, even a guy like Corey Anderson, you know, just. This kid, you have to tell him to calm down all the time. He's just a maniac. Caitlin, Caitlin Shukagan, who doesn't stop training, you know. And then we have, um, you know, our, our, our uh, Dagestan connection, Chechnya connection. You know, we have some guys from there, and, you know, they, they, you know, they, they trust in us, and they, they, these guys train hard. No, they do. And the one thing, like, watching your training session, your sparring session, like you said, it's a very close-knit group, and they all really care for each other. When one guy's done sparring, they're all coaching the other guy, and, uh, you know, I've, I've interviewed a lot of your, your your team, and everybody has so much respect for Frankie Edgar. And I think the most remarkable story was his last fight. He beat Jeremy Stevens, and then you hear about all the injuries he had that he fought through. Did he ever surprise you, yeah. man, with how determined in his work ethic? You know, I've been, been with Frankie for over 12 years, man, and, and he still surprises me, man. It, it surprised me how he gets better. You know, this camp we worked on a, on a lot of things we've been trying to do for three camps, but they – kind of haven't come to fruition in this camp they have um and um i'm so excited i think you know it just you know i'm saying it just surprised me of how better you know he's getting after doing this for so long and being in the ufc for so long that he's still you know still getting better you know as time goes on man it just just blows me away but his toughness is on is on a totally another level and you know my son has been around him you know for over 12 years and there's just no better example, you know, for my son, you know, than Frankie Edgar, man. And uh, my son just looks up to him so much. I think he's been on his screensaver since he was seven years old. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and he's just somebody that I'm that I'm uh, that I'm happy, uh, you know, that that my son has to look up to, uh, you know, and, and follow uh, in the things that he does. Yeah, like I said, everyone, everyone on our team always does the same thing about Frankie. His work ethic, his determination, his drive. It's just it's remarkable to watch. And, you know, he's facing yeah. Yair Rodriguez, like you mentioned. How hard is it to prepare for, like, a dynamic creative striker like, like Rodriguez? You know, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a little sketchy because, um, you know, he, he, does a, he does a lot of crazy stuff, and, and you want to try not to get hurt in sparring, you know, so uh, – you know, you don't want to do too many crazy things like spinning back kicks and, you know, all these crazy crazy spinning elbows and everything. But it's the first camp that I kind of tried to tell people to do it to Frankie, you know, because he just had to be ready for it. 
and we brought in an amazing sparring partner in this kid, Martin, who I didn't think that we would um, be able to bring in, but Ali, Ali brought in an amazing guy from Hawaii who just did an incredible job and gave Frankie an incredible look, and, you know, he made it through unscathed, and he, I think he has a really good feel, man, you know, and, and um, you know, it's great, too, you know, when you get to work out in a facility like Nick Tones, too, man, it makes and makes everything easy, like a beyond, beyond world-class, best gym. I've, that's not a major gym I've ever seen, man. I've been around the world at these different fights and stuff, and, and Nick's gym is, is is one of the best. So it's great, too, when you have that. And Nick also is a vet, and just I, I think Nick's one of the best MMA wrestlers that, that I've ever seen, and it's awesome. You have Nick also in the room, you know, constantly, you know, telling these guys stuff, too, and, and cornering you know, these guys. So, you know, we're just blessed in, in every way possible. Ricardo, Nick, Anderson, Franco, when he comes down, you know, we're blessed we have a great team. Yeah, and, you know, the other big fight you had is Eddie Alvarez versus Poirier, which is a great matchup. How's Eddie's camp been? It looks like he's been training hard as hell. Yeah, man, Eddie, Eddie's been doing great, man. You know, Dustin, you know, he helped Frankie a long time ago with uh, with Henderson, uh, Ben Henderson, and we're big fans of Dustin. You know, always rooting for him. I think, you know, we still have guys on our team that hit him up with Texas, you know, once in a while. And, um, you know, I think very highly of Dustin. I've seen Dustin, you know, uh, you know, firsthand. And, uh, you know, Dustin's definitely a, a force to reckon with, and that's why Eddie wanted him because he's so good. And, um, you know, he's a great fighter, man. He's a guy that you got to bring your, you know, your lunch pail with. He's, you know, Frankie Yeager made a Frankie Yeager and Eddie-type cloth. So, you know, and um, – but Eddie's had a great camp. I mean, Eddie's camps have all been really good. I, I have to say, man, this kid is like, you know, Frankie's iron. I think this kid's made out of brick or steel because I, this kid rarely gets hurt, man, and and uh, rarely slows down either. You know, you you know, you have a lot of fighters that'll hit like a little low. Man, Eddie's, you know, he's just, man, he's one of the toughest kids I've seen. You know, he's just a, you know, Frankie's like, you know, tough, and this kid's just like savage. I love how Eddie is the greatest guy, but when he's sparring, he's just, like, savage, man. And, and I love that aspect of him. And, uh, like I said, it's, it's contagious into the room to have a world-class champion like, you know, Eddie, um, you know, fighting on your team is, is just unbelievable. Yeah, we watch, like, conditioning with you guys, and he's just tenacious, man. And he raises the energy level amongst everybody around him. And, you know, another guy you mentioned is Marlon Moraes, who's making his USA debut. Uh, how excited are you about that? Uh, man, real excited, man. You know, um, WSOF treated Marlon so great. And, you know, we're waiting for the right time. He, you know, he could have gone there before, but, you know, we think now is uh, is the perfect time for him. And, uh, you know, we're really excited uh, for this fight for Marlon, man. I think it's just, you know, God has his time for everything, and, and I think now is the perfect time for, for Marlon. He's probably the number three guy, you know, and a lot of people don't know because everybody's just so – into the UFC, but it's a bigger world out there with different organizations. And Marlon is, you know, is a champion WSOF, and, and he's ranked in a lot of places very high, three even at some points. You know, USA Today, ESPN, um, SureDog, you know, he's ranked really high. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be an amazing fight, and I think Marlon's ready for this fight. And I think, you know, Marlon's a cha- I, You know, when I see Marlon, I see a champion. So that's the only way I've looked at Marlon from the first day, you know, that he ever – came, you know, here, you know, he's had 11 fights with us, 11 and 0, with a ton of stoppages, and, uh, we're, you know, we're just so proud of him, man, and he's just come, come such a long way, and 
so many people don't even know that, you know, how great is jujitsu and ground and pound and wrestling is, you know, and I think this is one thing he's, he's going to have to use in the UFC more, and, and a lot of people are going to be amazed at how great those things are because he, he definitely uses them. Yeah, and he's, he's clearly one of the most exciting fighters in the world. And speaking of champions, Edson Barbosa has been on a tear as well, man. His game is at a whole different level. What are your thoughts on Edson? Man, Edson's ready for that title shot, man. You know, Edson's progression has been perfect. You know, he couldn't get – he couldn't bump past that top five guy. You know, he climbed the mountain all the way up to the top, get to that number five guy, slide down, get up to the number five guy down. Now it's his time, man. He's finally busted through. You know, he fought um, uh, Gilbert Melendez, who uh, was strike force champion, uh, fought for the UFC belt. He beat him. Then he went to uh, Pettis, was a former champion. Then he went to Benil uh, Darush, who I think, you know, is an amazing fighter, you know, ranked in the top ten, you know, really tall guy, very consistent, amazing technique. And, um, you know, he stopped him. So, you know, Edson's on a tear, man. He's definitely on a tear, and he's confident. And, uh, you know, and, and you know, and he's just rolling. And we want to keep that going. And, and uh, you know, I believe now is his time, and, and he has the confidence in himself and, and I think we're ready to go. Yeah, he's, he's definitely exciting player to watch. I mean, your whole team's exciting. And then yesterday, you know, news came out that Zabit got a deal with the UFC. And can you just share some thoughts on Zabit? Because he's kind of a secret not a lot of people, except like at Nick Catone's and Ricardo's. But can you share some thoughts on Zabit? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we also have Frankie Perez also uh, got a fight, too, with That's Chris true. Wade. Yep. We're really excited about in uh, Long Island. And it's a rematch. You know, they had a split decision fight which was really close, great fight, and Chris is a great fighter, and, um, you know, real excited for that one, too, but, yeah, Zabit, man, Zabit, you know, such a great teammate, man, and he came, you know, he came down to New Jersey a while ago, and, uh, man, kid just blew away everybody, he's, you know, I always say, you know, there's a, uh, you see a baseball player that's an all-around, you know, that's a natural, a, a football player that's a natural, he's really the first MMA fighter that I could say is, is a total natural, man, like, he's just good everywhere, I've never seen anything like it where a guy could flow from you know even judo to, to to you know to to kicks to strikes to wrestling to ground and pound um i mean this guy does kicks i've never i've never even seen before he can jump off the fence like pettis does but he'll go forward and backward like the things i've seen him do is crazy and i think one of the biggest things in mma uh which is so important is size uh you know is size and, and height and range guys like John Jones and, and um, McGregor at 45, and I think that's what Zabit has, you know, where he's six foot two, and he's a big kid, man, and he's long, and he's just so, you know, strong, and, and um, you know, he's hard to really deal with with his length. And, and the other things, too, that makes Zabit great, too, that I'm having to talk about are, you know, his intangibles, like his chin. You know, he has a mean streak in, in him, and if you hit him, his cardio, I've never seen this kid tired yet. You know, his uh, work ethic, you know, kid is at, you know, doesn't miss a training. You know, he was here for five months, didn't miss a training, and was working hard, helping out um, Marlon Marias for his knockout fight uh, and his last fight at WSOF. Then he helped out Edson Barboza for his fight. Then he helped out Frankie, you know, in the beginning for this fight. So, you know, everybody this kid has touched is, is doing really good at knocking people out. So, uh He's a great teammate, and um, he's been a champion in different organizations. And um, I see this kid just skyrocketing, you know, 
to the top fast, man. You know, I think, you know, if he fought Aldo today, I believe he'd win, or McGregor, I believe he'd win. Yeah, he's ultra-talented. I think everybody's excited to see him in the octagon. And last, definitely not least, and you mentioned him earlier, is Corey Anderson, who's been climbing the ranks and putting the work in. But what are your thoughts on Corey? Uh, Corey, man, you know, Corey, man, he's so young and, and uh, young in the game and, and young in the UFC, and he's, you know, skyrocketed quick, man. I think he's ranked number seven in his, in his uh, you know, 205, you know, which he was a little small for, and now he's trying to get gain the weight to go up. You know, Corey and Caitlin are so similar. Caitlin Chikagian, like, you have to calm them both down to, uh, you know, when you want to, uh, you know, when, when they're training because, you know, they're just always training, man, like, even overtraining, but, uh, you know, they both, uh, you know, both have such a big, big heart for the game. Like the fight game is, is their whole life kind of right now. They're, they're both single. I know, uh, Corey, uh, just got engaged. I don't know if Caitlin's pretty dang close too. uh, she, you know, she has a, a boyfriend who really helps her out a lot with, with, with the wrestling and they have a great relationship. So they're, they're fun to be around. And, um, you know, it's just great having, you know, uh, you know, like I said, it has a lot to do with, Frankie and the rest of the guys, but you have like Corey and Caitlin, and instead of pushing them to get to the gym, you have to tell these guys to calm down, you know, and, and that's what's great about our gym, and, and now we have the new additions, too, of um, of Maga, who just won his first fight, um, uh, first UFC fight, should I say, because he's been a champion at ACB and, and WSOF, and uh, he's an amazing addition to the team, just fought him and Caitlin on the Buffalo card. And Ramazan, who just won his first ACB fight, first pro fight, you know, and we have Tamor Valley too, who's another uh, guy who's so under the radar, man. He's, he's killing it in WSOF, and we're hoping he, he, he was supposed to fight for the WSOF title, and he got injured, and uh, we're hoping he gets this shot again, um, you know, coming up soon in the WSOF title. And this kid is a, is a force to be reckoned with, and, and Tamor is such an integral part in Marlon's success and Frankie's success. Uh, he's been down for every one of their camps, man, and, um, you know, and uh, really helped them out for fights, and they've helped him succeed, too. And, you know, we have some other additions, too, of, um, you know, Ryan Cafaro has been helping out the guys with Muay Thai. You know, at, uh, Anderson lives in Brazil, so he comes, you know, he's not able to come down for all the fights or, or come down for the last few weeks, and, and Ryan Cafaro has been a major, uh, you know, help and and uh, James, who also helps Corey with the Muay Thai, and Chris, guys like Chris Lagori, who've been around forever, just out there helping everybody, man. Yeah, I mean, it's Mark. I got to be honest; it's impressive to watch all you guys. It's a very close-knit family, very tight family, very classy. All your fighters are very classy and respectful yeah. to fans, to students, to like amateur fighters. It's just really awesome to watch. And I guess my last question is: When do you find time to sleep, man? Because you're always training somebody. Yeah, um, well, especially around now, man, there is no really no time to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like I, you know, my my wife kind of goes to bed at ten, so ten is when I'll start trying to look at some tape and stuff like that. So ten ten o'clock time, ten thirty is tape time. You know, that's when I'll start trying to look at the sparring tape, and then leading into the you know watching some of the opponent. But um, you know, these guys have me so excited, man. I really don't need sleep, man. You know, when you have amazing fighters like this, you know, you know, how could you sleep, man? You just, you know, I'm so excited for next, uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, and then Marlon after that, and there's just so many things to be, you know, it seems like every day there's something to be excited about, you know, to be getting into the UFC or Perez getting his fight, you know, so 
you know, somebody getting a new contract or whatnot, or, you know, so it just uh, always seems to be something that, that really pumps you up on our team. Yeah, and it's funny. I think every one of your fighters has a Mark Henry story. When you send them a text, like, the middle of the night or a text first thing in yeah. the morning, they all have a, a story about you sending them something, which is just, it's always funny to hear. Well, Mark, first of all, thank you for your time. I know you're very busy, and best of luck. you got a lot of big fights coming up, and it, all the fans just love watching your team fight. Uh, thanks so much, Brian. Like I said, you know, it's, I'm just, it's just, it's great when you have all those Lamborghinis, man. Anybody can look good in a Lamborghini, especially when you're around, like, Nick Catone and, you're around Nick Catone and, uh, you know, Ricardo Almeida, you know, you're around those guys, man. You could just, you know, hang out in the back seat and look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, best of luck, Mark, and again, thank you for your time. All right, thanks so much, bro. God bless, man. You too. Thank you. All right, once again, that was Mark Henry, who was very kind to give me some of his time. I know he's ridiculously busy with the sparring sessions, the training sessions for UFC 211, and the fights add to that, too. So I want to thank Mark for his time. Uh, ncmmaradio.com. Also check out our sponsor, Headrush, at headrushbrand.com. And we'll talk to you next time.